This week on the show, we're joined again by one of our good friends and one of the hosts of the Shadow Moses Cafe podcast, Shane Smith. I like how everybody has like cute badges and shit, and then there's me. Do I? Is there badges? Stage moderator, stage moderator. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it looks like I'm being arrested by like four marshals. <laughs> Can we deputize her? <clears throat> I'm never in here. It would be a waste. <laughs> I never ever touch Discord. Yeah. Except for podcasts. Speaking of which, we're gonna have the next episode of Shadow Moses Cafe out really soon with Christopher Randolph. Really I nice. saw that that you booked him. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. We got into like a, a shouting match about Huey. That's hilarious. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to that. <laughs> it was it was to the point where I was like I actually told him to like verbally shut up because he's like, we're going to convert you to Hueyism. You're going to see Huey's the good guy. And I was like, quiet, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. It was a lot of fun. I firmly believe he's a bad man that took a, a situation to make himself look good. Well, we, yeah, we did. We did say in the episode where it's like you can see every single character, you know, is not black or white, very gray. So it's like. There are a lot of people who are like me or it's like Huey is bad because that we have viable reasons to know that he's bad. And then there's people who will be like, I did he though? But is he? Imagine being the kind of person who looks at Huey and is like, yeah, that, that seems like an upstanding citizen to me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I tried telling them. And like, what was the one you guys will hear it if you guys listen to it. But it was the one where it's like I was trying to convince them on this one aspect that isn't proven. It's all speculation. But it was like, uh, you know, it was proven. Huey put Hal in Sahelanthropus Rex mode, and then Huey or Hal goes on to make Rex, and it's like you can't say that that wasn't like anything, you know, down the line. And then Chris, you just hear like this three second long pause, and Chris goes, "And what's wrong with that?" <laughs> it's like those I mean, people who are like, and I don't mean to make a fight out of this, but it reminds me of those people who are like. I got beat as a child, and yeah, right. I came out <laughs> fine, and I'm like, right. you're condoning beating children. And what's wrong with That's beating awesome. children? I got put in a bipedal walking tank. I'm fine. I mean, if I was a kid and my dad put me in a giant robot, I mean, you know, at that age, you're not going to know what I mean, the hell's going you're on. You're talking real trauma there, you know? I mean, you know, you can't really ignore that, you know? Yeah, this is actual actual trauma. Yeah, I would have been like, this is awesome! <laughs> this will have no side effects to real-life shit whatsoever. Yeah, I drove, like, a backhoe one time, and, like, that was scary. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> Shouldn't you get in the damn robot? <laughs> Shouldn't you get in the damn robot? Yeah, I'm excited. We're excited to put it out. Has anyone ever made a comparison of Gendo and Huey? I'm sure it's happened. So I'm, I'm noticing some parallels here. I have no time to waste on a petulant child. Hey, I'm Fingers. Yo, it's Apache Smash. Hey everyone, this is Days Ahead. And I'm Nitroid. You're listening to the Kojima Frequency. The, the majority of people I'm friends with are like Evangelion fans along. Like, I don't know. Like, there's there's got to be some connection there because I'm not seeing it. <laughs> but a lot of them are they, Evangelion fans. They both put their kids in giant robots. They both wear glasses and are evil pieces of shit. I mean, yeah. they've got a lot in common. It reminds yeah. me of the dude from uh, Full Metal Alchemist who, like, he's in the same tier. The one who, like... The dog, Put oh, the dog and the child. Oh, wow, we got yeah, same oh, energy. Oh, sad again. 
Yes, it's an anime I can talk about. It's the only one I've seen. <laughs> Look, I'm not a huge Ava fan, but that's like required. I get it. We're gonna we we it. gotta have like a like a group watch sometime. Did you watch Squid Game? Squid Game. I'm working on it. I'm gotta watch, like four you, episodes you, in. You gotta you gotta finish it. Oh, I I don't understand how you stopped. I binged that in one night. I could Cause, not stop because <laughs> yeah, I gotta I play. work in the morning. That's why. Oh yeah, can't relate. But oh my god, I love. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Damn. But I I sorry. <laughs> okay, well, like I take care of two kids all day. Like that's a full time job. Yeah, that is a job. Yeah. That is a job. <laughs> but yeah, oh my god, I. It was late at night, and I just kept seeing it on my dash, or dash, my my timeline. I was like, fuck it, fine, I'll watch Squid Game. Could not stop. That shit was so good. Yeah, it's well done. Yeah, I kept seeing the the triangle circle square thing for a while, and like I, I, I was kind of just like, what the hell, is, what's that all about? And like, you just kind of finally started piecing together. I was like, oh, that, that has to do with Squid Game. Yeah, and- it, you put it together to make the the arena. Yeah, yeah, and then like the it, you go into it, you're like, "What does Squid Game stand for?" They're like, "Right here at the very beginning, we're gonna get this shit out of the way." Say so you no. Know. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really. Well I appreciated done. that. I was like, "Okay, cool, thanks." Even though I kind of disagree, that's what a squid looks like. It's fine. <laughs> I'm still sort of waiting for it to all click into focus, like it's it starting. Won't. Yeah, I'm, I know the moment's coming. And uh, how many episodes are you in? I'm I'm four in. I'm probably gonna finish it tonight. Okay. It's gonna yeah, be a late. I'm, night, I'm gonna but... wait for that. I'm gonna wait for that DM. Yeah, six made me cry like a baby. So strap six in for that is, one. Oh, don't. Who's your favorite? I can, I who's your favorite like, character? Who's your favorite character? I don't know if I have one yet. I'm trying not to get attached to these people. <laughs> Smart move. It's like Walking Dead. You're um, just like, I but know I, a lot but of these people are gonna die. I have so. I have two thoughts. I'll say this: uh, either that old man is gonna die tragically, or that old man is a wolf in sheep's clothing, and I'm not sure which. Oh man, me neither. Man, I'm not saying anything anyway. Yeah. man i just don't know yeah i hate (laughs) y'all yeah fuck you too (laughs) me trying to like get any hint i can no don't 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 no no i'm not saying nothing i'm not saying nothing i'm I'm excited to hear what you have to say after you finish it because it's such a good show i mean usually when when people rave about a tv show and it's like the thing everybody's watching i absolutely hate it that's Um, me and this is one of those times where, like, all right, everyone's getting really excited about a Korean drama. What's going on? Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, I'm I'm invested. Well, that's been a trend for me lately. Like every time, anytime someone suggests something like that's good, that that's Korean, it's it's been like on point. It's been like, yeah. you know, like Parasite. Uh, yeah. yeah, Koreans know exactly what the fuck they're doing in film, it's, and I. I, I for really? one, look forward to the Koreans taking over what America has, like, pretty much had the staple on for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody loves a good American film because they're full of action. But Korea, we've been sleeping on Korea way too long. Yep. So, and, uh, they, they like, know how to the make character it development in this show is exceptional. Yeah, and the, the uh, acting uh, is yeah. just top-notch. I was listening to Gene Park talk about it, and he was saying, like, you know, as a Korean, he kind of understood, like, just some of the energy going into that acting is just like they they tend to exaggerate emotions so it kind of comes easily to them. It's just kind of like they can just pull that out really quick. And uh, it's like if you ever, you know, get into a fight with someone that's Korean, they can kind of elevate that emotion really quickly. And so for the mm-hmm. acting side of it, it was just, you know, it's like second nature, you know. It's also got just exceptionally high production value, too. Yeah. Yeah. Very stylish. 
I know I know you guys are all nerds, right? So I assume you're watching it with subtitles, but a lot of people <laughs> are just watching it dubbed. Yeah, that's a mistake. I'm not watching it dubbed. No, yeah. I watched it with subtitles. Oh, no, you're not. I'm yeah. Not. <laughs> he did call his nerds to start that off. I though. was surprised it was <laughs> dubbed. Yeah, I was actually surprised to hear that too. And like, I, well, I did click over one time just to hear what red light and green light sounded like, but, uh, you know, just, but the, the rest of it I watched. I don't uh, even know subbed. what it sounds like in English because I watched it all in Korean. It's just a little kid going, red light, green light. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. in Korean, it's that, like, it's a song, but yeah, it's just, it's just a little Don't kid going red light to uh, blah 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 <laughs> if having it dubbed is what's getting people to watch it that might otherwise not you know and that opens them up to it then you know i'm all for it but. yeah there are definitely some people out there that will not watch anything in a foreign language either out of you know just a ignorance or they're too lazy to read or and you might even say that like there are people out there who are visually impaired that don't understand korean still love a good movie Right. Even you know what's weird? People who just don't read that well. Yeah, that too. What's weird is that, do you remember when Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out? Um, when that Go first on. came out, that was released uh, subtitled pretty much everywhere. And it was a massive hit. Yeah. What was going on there? Why, why is it like we've seemingly regressed on the idea of watching foreign films? I mean, to be fair, that was kind of the exception that proved the rule at the time. But Because still. people are watching that film for the visuals. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's for people. Like, it was during the Matrix era, yeah. early 2000s, where people were looking for very, like, visually stylized action. That's a good and point. And also, also, like Apache said, like, some people are either completely illiterate, partially illiterate, and they still want to, they have the right to enjoy a good movie. So by watching it dubbed, they can enjoy what we had. Yeah. And there was a while there too, where everybody was trying to to ride that train because you had, oh, Hero, you had Jet Li's Hero, you had Iron Monkey. Oh yeah. That was peak, uh, like wire work, acrobatic martial arts movie. That's mm-hmm. right. Where mm-hmm. it's just like, holy shit, they're flying. Okay. Um, Will we ever get an era <laughs> like that again? I hope just so. Like, Cause that, those are great. Dark <laughs> cyberpunk noir wire work crazy action shit i don't know what is it what's the era right now in movies do you think superheroes <laughs> remakes yeah pretty much uh, is it still super nostalgia i superhero yeah. fatigue maybe <laughs> yeah that's why i'm not watching movies right now because i can't stand a superhero i've never seen a marvel movie except for iron man back in 2009 i want to say well, we do have the uh, the new Resident Evil movie coming out. We just oh, saw no. that uh, that trailer. No, so, so you say, oh, there. no, because did you watch that, like, cringy trailer or did you watch the redone Mellow trailer? I mean, I saw both, and I think they're t- both. All right, wait, terrible. wait, wait. Tell me about this. What? All right, I didn't see, what? There's a Mellowed Out version? Because that goddamn <laughs> four like, non-blonde like, version, on. like, drove me <laughs> through the fuck. I was like, this is so bad. They need to stop using these fucking licensed... Like it almost sounds like a cover song, but it's just this weird remixed arranged version that just you- draws it out. And like we've got this <laughs> fucking boner for using uh, just overused hits now. And it's just like stop. And that doesn't make it better. There, I don't know. Not to not to detract from this because we we do need to to talk about it. But have you ever seen that YouTube video that's like uh, every movie trailer ever? And it's got no. like it's yeah, it's, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like it's like templated out where, you know, that thing that we said would never happen 
Oh yeah, it's happening. And then it's like set to big tension uh, build up, like set to dramatic cover of a song everybody knows, and it's "You Spin Me Right Round." Yeah. Oh my god. Why is it (laughs) always that one? (laughs) I want, I want one with Cotton Eye Joe. I've been thinking. Honestly, dead ass. Oh my god, no, you're gonna will that into existence now. It's I'm gonna going make to it happen. my fucking self. It's it's just the little things that I think about when I'm stone playing Destiny. Now, I never watch movie trailers. I, I I try my hardest not to watch them. I think yeah. since hanging around with you guys, actually, I've watched like way more movie trailers than I ever than I ever saw before. Yeah. I, I think it's like the first trailer I've ever seen that I thought the trailer was bad, but the movie will still be good. And I was I was really upset that they showed the turning around zombie. Like I didn't want to see that in the trailer. I want to see that in the film. Yeah, yeah like the iconic moment that made Resident Evil. They put. They it didn't in the even light its eyes out. Yeah, it does seem like they were putting in a lot of tidbits to kind of say, "Hey, we know what we're doing, guys." Like it's a it's a rose colored glasses moment. You know what the I saw that itchy tasty thing and I was like, what the hell are they doing? You want to know what's hilarious? This isn't even the only crappy Resident Evil thing we're going to get. Because (laughs) Netflix is working on their Wesker Kids series. Stop. No, they're not. This is the first time I'm hearing that. No, they're not. Yeah, they're making a a series about the Wesker Kids. They're going to fuck that up so bad. (laughs) Is it just like the Addams Family? Like, are they just like... Cookie and like having fun. Right, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Like Wesker has supposedly like CW esque, which I mean, no fuck, it's Teen Wolf bullshit. You know, (laughs) I just want to point out that for a brief time, George Romero was going to direct a Resident Evil movie. That was that was almost a thing. Well, he did that Resident Evil two commercial. If you've ever seen it, Uh, I have to look it up. It's it's perfect. It's perfect. It's it's you. Yeah, it's just perfect. Um, and it's like 20 seconds long. Uh, but he was, going to, um, he was going to direct the movie. And if I remember right, when Resident Evil 2 came out, it was either, I think it was 2, uh, they had a contest where if you bought a copy of the game, you could enter a contest to be an extra in the Resident Evil movie. And that was Ooh. back when George Romero was going to direct it, but then Paul W.S. Anderson got his hands on Dude, it. Dude, I remember that. Like, I wonder, did that person ever get into it? Like... I would love to find out. My favorite video related to the Resident Evil movies is um, that one video where it's like, it's like the there's like three guys watching. Oh, God, I'm going to pull it up real quick just to make sure that I'm not like bugging because I have it in my likes. I watch it like every week just to like, you know, give myself a hit of serotonin. Um, <laughs> while she's looking that up, I couldn't stand that they made like Claire the one that initiates all of this. Like, right. That's, that's- it's always Claire. Because they don't know what they're doing. They look at, like... Oh, my God. It's because of the, the two remake. That's why. Don't get me wrong. I will enjoy myself. But it's like, it takes <laughs> away from her character that she's the one that sort of initiates this conspiracy. Gets the video from whom I'm assuming is Ben. When I, I really... it really Her story really resonated with me as someone who was just trying to find her brother. Right. And then kind of got stuck in this mess and, oh, and found another found another family member instead. Like, if you want to do a, a Claire story, then work your way up to it and do Code Veronica. But this should be Jill, if anything. Right. Jill but should be the one that's like, we need to I, do yeah. something about this. Do I put this in live chat? Okay, paste. 
I watch this video about once a week and it literally fucking busts my stitches every oh, time. Oh god, yeah. I, I love this video and it's just like how just absurd this movie was and like the way they laugh is so infectious. Mm-hmm. If you were having a bad day, just watch that video. I yeah. have seen every Resident Evil movie in theaters. Mhm. Um and they are all with the exception of the first one, I'd say they're all pretty terrible, but they are very much so bad it's good. Like, this is yeah. the purest example of so bad it's good, in my opinion. Yeah. You're, and that so right. scene had me cackling like an idiot <laughs> the first time I saw it. It was amazing. I love it. It's just like all the slowdowns, the speed ups. That's some like, real, like, twin snakes energy, too. It's just yeah, like, exactly. All right, here we go. Let's just fucking go for it. Like, and you know yes, what's funny? Rich, Rich Evans' voice and laugh is indeed addicting. It cuts through yes, anything it ever. <laughs> it's what's what bothers me at this point is that you could give the Resident Evil franchise to Asylum Films, and I guarantee you they would do a better job of sticking to the source material. <laughs> That's where we are now. I'm and not a big movie guy, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, Asylum Films, like there, if you don't know, are the are the the people who make those really, really awful, corny horror movies. Every time you see like a, a good B, to, a good B movie. Yeah, but they like are completely aware that that's what their shtick is, right? They, like, they also, but that, that's camp. That's but they also tend to take advantage of something that's already coming out. So like, for example, like if you have it, like they'll have like the evil clown or something like that. Oh, dead ass. That's as, yep. that's as camp as it gets. Like, I love that shit. I'm not, I unironically love that shit. Were they? Did they do Birdemic? That wasn't. They them. did not do. That Birdemic. was not. No, I was, that, I was, I was not to lose my shit. They did not. That, no, that's actually below them. Asylum that was a, a solo endeavor by a man with a dream. But we'll get into that. Birdemic feels like it was done by like college film people. Like, it was done so, for like, oh, this is due in like a week. So I hate to be the stick in the mud here, but we've been going for 20 minutes about Resident Evil. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the show. Yeah, this is the show <laughs> now. It's been it. the show this whole time. Always has been. Kick Nitrate right out. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm cool with it. But <laughs> Yeah, we, we can we can shift it. Um <laughs> Seriously, there is there is some real Metal Gear news. I believe that everyone who ordered the ducks, oh, they uh, they actually arrived recently, right? I received mine today. Mine's yep. not in yet. I actually got mine today. I'm going to take some. Uh, I did not order some high res pictures, dude. It's Gray Fox and the Genome Soldiers. Love those ducks. Shout out to shout out to Numb Skull for real. Then they they sent me uh, the Genome Soldier and the and the Gray Fox. He, he's cute. They're fucking cool. They sent you those. That's so cute. Yeah. Nice. I love that. I got. Yeah, I got Gray Fox, Snake, and Genome Soldier. They're not in yet, though, but I'm looking forward to it. The Genome Soldier has, like, the mask on, and it, like, <laughs> you can, like, see the texture, like, of the cloth. It looks so good. And it comes with a red exclamation mark, so that's, I don't know, you can't beat that. So my big fear is they're obviously rubber ducks, right? And I still bathe my kids. I'm still, I'm trying to teach Romelia how to, like, take a proper shower. It's the ha- She's got long-ass hair. It's really, really hard. But... Because I still bathe them, I'm gonna have these rubber ducks just sitting on the thing. I banking on them going missing one by one mm. as the days go on. So I'm gonna have to like put them high up somewhere, <laughs> I think. That's par for course for with kids, honestly. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I was thinking buying these things. I was like, oh yes, more memorabilia. It's the 34th year of Metal Gear. I gotta get my ducks this year. Not when you got kids. <laughs> I gotta I get my ducks this year. <laughs> I stopped. Are you saying that you gear. got your ducks in order? 
<laughs> I got all my ducks in a row, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of having ducks in a row, the uh, the game journalists have had a lot oh, of articles no. in a row. Let's go. I love that show. segue. <laughs> Whatever segue you just fucking did, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I was going to make a comment about buying stuff, but yeah, this is better. Um, we got a lot to talk about. There was, there was a lot. I'm going to let you guys go first because. No, I mean, whoever wants to go first on this. You know what I think about this. You you already you're about, you to, you're about to, to hear show, what I think about this. Yeah, if you listen to this show, you know what I think about this. Yeah. But Shane, you know what? The floor is yours. Have Thanks. at it. <laughs> Thanks, King. So a couple days ago, we get um we get the wonderful news. Now I said this in a tweet where I was like, I'm not gonna dunk on any fucking journalists who are gonna report the actual news, which was the Blue Point acquisition. We're gonna start from here, right? So the Blue Point acquisition of Sony, uh Sony, PlayStation, PlayStation acquires Blue Point, and immediately, and I'm talking, I I would I wanted to bet money on it, but I wanted to be fair to people who like really didn't know it would have been an easy easy fucking coin too because i, I was thought like, you're gonna say i didn't want to bet i didn't want to take advantage of poor people <laughs> right <laughs> i wouldn't say that but i'm you know but at the same time like i already knew like within minutes of this acquisition going out and i get that a lot of people already knew it was going to happen because there was that leak a couple weeks ago that you know playstation themselves did but even though playstation retracted that tweet there was still the option of uh miscommunication there could have been a policy change there could have been a change in the um agreement of this acquisition anything could have been changed in between them posting that fluke and then deleting it so you couldn't really say it was actually happening until they went out and said it which was a couple days ago and so really right after the acquisition news it, it was a free for all and I could just do nothing but sit there because like yeah. now it was really out there and it was like, boom, boom, boom. And I was actually really surprised to see a lot of demon souls, dark souls news as well. Like news I'm doing air quotes, right? Like pretty much anything blue point even breathed on. Like they were yeah. reporting the news and it was of course, immediate, like, immediate, immediate within minutes. Yeah. And I, I remember saying, I was like, I'm just, I'm not saying a fucking word. There's nothing you can do. Like, and people were coming to me in droves like, Shane, help us. I'm like, what the fuck you want me to do? Like, <laughs> it's already out there. And, like, people were literally DMing me like, are you going to say something? Like, what do you want me to fucking say? <laughs> Who am I? God help us. But, and I finally got blocked by MBG. <laughs> Jeez, okay. Yeah. Because I wasn't letting him get away with being a fucking huckster. I'm saying it. I hope he listens. I'm I sorry. this, MBG. Oh, my God. That That's like, that was like my, I was blocked by Young moment. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting for that one, too. All you have to do is point out when he lies about something and it'll happen. Just. Yeah. Well, I'm just like, I wasn't letting him fucking breathe. I'll admit it. I was being a bitch. But like, he was literally taking money from people by spreading lies. And I, I said this in a tweet, too. I only exist on Twitter. So I'm going to say tweet a lot. And I'm really sorry. But at the same time, like he would get on his cute little live stream, look at his phone, pretend he's talking to like big wigs, which he does not like. What was it? Hassan like DM'd him once or something and now he's like oh yeah I have connections to Hassan bitch no you fucking don't <laughs> and it's like it's so annoying because he <laughs> uses this to you know inflate his clout and the <coughs> people who are so desperate to like want to know more 
like tune in and donate thinking that he's going to just drop into their DMs. Hold on. I've never seen, I've heard about this guy, but I've never seen him before. You're telling me that at some point I, I, I was under the impression that he just like repeated, you know, news that was on a feed or something. So what you're telling me is he pulls out his phone as if he's talking to, it it reminds me of the DJ Khaled picture where he's like, I called Steve Jobs and my, my album is, is fucking up the iTunes servers. (laughs) It feels like that. Like he's like pulling out his device and you know, I have, yeah, I Look. had put a couple of clips of his YouTube, like his last stream that he did on on Twitter, because I would just like put on screen record and just put him on blast on my Twitter. And like he would just pull out his phone, look like he's flipping through something and then put his phone down. And then he would hit you with the, you know what, I'm just going to tell it like it is. And then he would sit there yeah. as if okay, he was thinking. Well, that's the thing about these guys. And I don't want to say anybody in particular, because this is how they all do. I will. Fuck them. Um, this, this is the strategy is that they 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 grasp onto the thinnest of threads mm-hmm. and then go like well look i don't know i'm just i'm just saying what might happen you know i'm yeah. just being i'm just you know telling people what might happen i'm informing the public of <sighs> a good it's so con transparent man, yeah a good a good con man takes a little truth and a lot of lies to build well, up their empire well, this one is a little more difficult to tackle. Yeah. Um because of the source. Mm-hmm. Which the source is for the most part fairly reliable. But I still don't think people should believe it. Um which and, which and, source are we talking about cuz I'm still on okay. the point. It's, it's okay. A A E 21 VG, VGC, yeah. right? It's like it's like this guy again. So I'm, I'm getting, getting a lot I'm getting of ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm getting, getting a lot of mixed messages here. about this VGC guy. Okay. Again, I don't like to call out people personally. Um, I do. Unless they really <laughs> give me reason to. Um, so, no, like, hold on. Wait. VGC. Like, VGC. Hold on. Fuck VGC. Because we called them out. <laughs> and we're like, hey. Let's go. Is this you? And they said straight up, no. Apache straight up like was like, hey, is this you? Like, remember when you were spreading all this the shit about Silent audacity. Hill back then? And he said, he okay, just put, you got to no. explain what that is. And I don't know if he was fucking with us or not, but that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, fuck that guy. <laughs> Here's the context. So yeah. the the screenshot that Fingers is referring to is a screenshot of an article that was related to rumors about, I think it was PT coming back and then a Silent Hill remake, which they it posted. It was everything. After that acquisition, yeah. it was everything. Well, this, this, was, this was before the acquisition. In fact, this was oh, you know, during the... Sort of oh, birth the, this year. formulative years so, continue, of Kojima frequency. So yeah, this was like years. This was like a year ago that this guy posted these articles saying whatever. There was there was no yeah. vaccine at the time. Just to give you guys a perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was forever ago. But uh, yeah, so like Nitroid messages him and asks him, like, "Hey, you know, what's your source?" For this or well, whatever. Well, no, 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 no. That's not, so, yeah, that's you, not you, what happened. You go ahead and continue the story at this God. point. I was actually hoping I wouldn't have to go into this story, but here's the here's the the gist of it. Um, so I believe this guy is the uh the lead editor, the editor in chief for 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 VGC, which is the source of the recent Metal Gear rumors. Just so Ugh. everybody's kind of on the same. Page Even the here. ones like currently, as in like not to deviate, but like because I'm seeing the same one for the past twelve hours, which is Kojima's yeah. going to be an advisor for so so and so. Right. 
This He's is also behind source. that. What was the MGS3 remake with the Chinese studio Virtuous or whatever? Who was That was VGC as well, correct? That was, that was VGC. That was VGC. Yeah, okay. An article came out on videogameschronicle.com. The headline is, Konami is set to revive Metal Gear, Castlevania, and Silent Hill. Subheading, the Japanese publisher will reveal major projects after a period of relative quiet. And it goes on to cite an anonymous source uh, who claims that not only are they working on a new Castlevania game, which the source described as a reimagining of the series, so I guess you could equate that to Lords of Shadow. Yeah. yeah something um, like that. Not only would they be uh, revisiting Silent Hill by making multiple games uh, with various external development studios, um, but Metal Gear Solid 3 would be receiving a full-on remake from the Chinese studio Virtuous, which is kind of a funny name to consider for MGS3. Right. Um, oh, God As damn well it. as... <laughs> Yeah, did you just realize? That, that hadn't clicked until now, but yeah, right on the nose. Shit. That clicked um, like a couple seconds after I read that. Yeah. Fucking yeah. I was like, oh, I the see The way it was spelled, I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. But also that um, Konami was was uh, working on porting uh, all of the, the Metal Gear Solid games. It wasn't specific on which ones, but assumedly one through three or one now, See, that's four. what I want. Um, to uh, to newer consoles, and that they were in general more open to working with external studios. Now, again, this whole story comes from an anonymous source, but the person can... writing this story is a guy named Andy Robinson, who is as I as I as I said before, I I believe he is the editor in chief of this website, Video Games Chronicle VGC, as we said. Mm -hmm. Um, and for the most part. He is pretty reliable with his reporting. Now, a lot of it is pretty standard reporting. You know, a story comes out, he reports on it. There we go. But every once in a while, you'll get these weird little out of nowhere stories where they cite an anonymous source. And that's where the Silent Hill PT stuff comes in. Yeah, because that's where I'm saying ago, fuck you on it. Because it's like, yeah, of course, like yeah. run your normal stories. Yeah. So, and, and to be fit, like, I am not against having these things happen. Like, I'm, I'm all for it, but yeah. just don't report it and make up shit. And that's what it seems like it's been going well, on for a okay. while here. We've had like six episodes talking about this type of shit. <laughs> I know, I know. So I do not know how accurate this report is. It could be completely true. It could be completely false. My personal philosophy is I do not believe rumors. If a rumor ends up being true, okay, it was true. I still don't believe rumors because that's not what I like to base my knowledge on. Yeah. You know, a so rumor I is a rumor until it's substantiated, right? So I, I don't know what was going on a year ago. Uh, like, I don't remember what the fuck I was eating yesterday. But like, you know, when, the, <laughs> when that art, I would have to see the date when that article came out and like what was happening either a week, days, months ago before he would do that because I know he, like this rumor came out because of, you know, the acquisition. So it was hot topic. It was trending for a while. And we got to think about the bread on the table. Like they got, they got to make their money somehow. And every, it wasn't just VGC, but like a whole bunch of other people were capitalizing off of yeah. making articles like this. So at, 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 on one side, I fucking hate these rumors. I'm the same as so, you. Like I don't, I don't want to see them. I don't want to hear them. On the other side, get your money. Like I understand it. Like yeah. you got to make, you have the right to make your money how you have to. Doesn't mean we have to like it, but if you're doing it because you want to capitalize off of a hot topic and you see a, a money bag exactly. there, then you do what you got to do. But at the same time, it's this it's this sense of like spreading it to to a point where it's to the point of like 
when it's in such an obvious article that you know is a rumor and you know it came hot off the heels of uh, actual news so everyone's talking about, everyone knows you're doing it to make money for the clicks. It's a clickbait article. But if you're going to defend it so hard that other people start believing in it and spreading it like wildfire where it becomes a big problem later on where people are going to start harassing devs, people are going to start like making even more clickbait young yi style yeah. like video after video on youtube for the revenue People again start like tweeting weird stuff at konami yeah like i'm waiting for like the <laughs> hashtag because hashtag stop tweeting weird shit at konami yeah konami's people- guys just sitting there like man i'm just trying to show you all this new castlevania mobile game we got for apple arcade we got a new frogger show i'm just trying to chill <laughs> Yeah, but people wanted to be so gung-ho, like, oh, we're not going to yeah. attack Konami. And the second fucking Konami shop posted their skateboards, you don't even want to go look at that fucking Twitter section. Are you kidding me? They yeah. ripped them to shreds. And I was, and the, the same oh, thing. Oh, every time with, Konami tweets yeah. something, it's just, it's just people complaining. But this was like right after the big rumor, right? For Silent Hill. Right. And then, like, it wasn't like Konami could stop. They were probably, it's a business, right? They were on a schedule. They had to post their uh, Silent Hill merch probably on this day at this hour. This guy had to, like, their their, um, Twitter uh, admin had to do their job for Konami Shop at Twitter. And whatever happened, happened. It was right after a big rumor. They got ripped to fucking shreds by the people because they were expecting big news. And, um... And that's that's not to say that we're saying this because, you know, I mean, obviously social media people are human beings and we don't want mm. their feelings hurt. But the end result is not just so that some guy that's running a Twitter isn't isn't hurt. It's it's because people people are giving money to this stuff when it gives yeah. no value whatsoever to anything. It, it's like it's like ah, sorry, I keep going. Funding disinformation just sucks. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah and that's yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. To, well, to continue the story. Um, Because I can tell you exactly what happened a year ago and why I'm skeptical of this story. So uh, there have been uh, at least, I want to say, two, maybe three, I don't don't remember the exact count, uh, articles by this same person on the same outlet that were made early last year saying that, uh, headline, Konami is planning to revive Silent Hill or report claims. Is this still Uh, VGC? Yeah, Yeah. it's still VGC, same, same writer. Uh, okay, headline okay. silent hills original leads and playstation are reportedly working on a reboot uh plus sony and discussions to revive kojima's pt so these kind of stories have been around for a while um, Man, ever since pt got taken off like yeah and and it's it's like clockwork and so even if it comes from a reputable source you're just kind of like eh, you know we hear this every other day it's the same way of saying, like, experts say, sources are saying. They're saying, exactly, yeah. yeah. It's, it's weaselly language. And it doesn't help that the story dropped literally the day after the Blue Point news. Told yeah. you, told you. I, like I said, make your money. I get it. You got to put yeah. bread on the table. I get it. But people are going to defend this. And then people like, and I'm going to say his name because I'm not fucking scared. MBG's going to get on his cute little YouTube page <laughs> and run with it. And he's going to make fucking bank off that shit. He made so, so much fucking money on the full- ab- abandoned shit alone. Oh, I know. And now nobody cares about abandon at all. No one's paying any attention to it. No one's talking about it. Once it became I think clear they it wasn't Silent it. Hill. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> seems like. Which I feel bad for the developer to that. Yeah, to that's, that. yeah. The end result of this is all just pain. I mean, that's that's yeah. I posted that T Pain video where he was just like fucking do something else. Like I'm just so tired of this yeah. shit. I don't blame them. I don't blame them if they leave it. They, honestly, so, I would too. Full disclosure. Um, because I'm talking about this, I feel like I, I'm, I'm required to say this. I have a gun to your head. But the 
the editor-in-chief of VGC, I actually got into a bit of an altercation with him, uh, I want to say a year ago, roughly. Was that the Tom Olson um, saga? No. No, it wasn't it, no, that wasn't it. That okay. was somebody <laughs> that was somebody else that pissed off. <laughs> um <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Running the pattern here. <laughs> so VGC ran a story that uh, uh, Kenichiro Imaizumi was leaving Kojima Productions. Now, at the mm. time, they were the only one running the story. They didn't cite a source. I do remember uh, this. And given our interest in these matters, you know, anything to do with Kojima Productions, Konami, etc., I wanted to know, okay, well, where's this coming from? Uh, you know, there's no, there's no citation. There's, I can't find any information anywhere, and any other story I can find on the subject is citing you as the source. Telephone. And so I and so I very politely tweeted the guy uh, asking him what his source was. Like, I wanted to know how they found this out. And I got this very curt sort of dismissive oh, response where I he was this. like, uh, you know, trust our track record. You know, I'm <laughs> Who like, the fuck says that. OK, trust me, bro. Like, trust me, bro. You're going to tell me to trust you in in fucking 2020. Really? Yeah, honestly. Trust trust a journalist in 2020. Okay. You think people um, would do that? Go on the internet and tell lies? Right. So, you know, after a while, like, I, I did some digging on my own, and I ended up finding the source, uh, interestingly enough. Oh, yeah? And it, it was Ken's Facebook page. <laughs> that was the, <laughs> the source. The jokes this right is, themselves. This is, this is the source that you were protecting? All right, buddy. So, so to be fair, I, I got a little snippy with him on Twitter. I, I said something like, "There was that so hard," and and I didn't even tag him. Okay, it was it was a, it was a snide little subtweet. To be fair, like I was I was being you know kind of a dick. Um, I kind of want to know this guy's birth chart. And so he came back and immediately started just railing on me for for like questioning his journalistic integrity. And and oh again, God. I tried to stay polite after that. Like, I'm, I'm really trying to diffuse the situation. I'm like, look, you know, there's a lot of distrust between the public and the media right now. I care about these subjects. I just wanted to know, you know, it's, mm. it's not a threat. It's just me being curious and wanting to understand where the information's coming from. He's like, how dare you? Right, like me being the poor little pleb, right? Like I'm the I'm the prole, I'm the nobody little civilian, and you're the 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 almighty journalist who has their exalted sources. Like, please just tell me where you where you learn these things. Like, can I on. have some more? Exactly. Sorry, like, Apache, like, for the bad accent. And I but. and and believe me, I like I really wanted to get condescending here, but <laughs> but like I just tried to keep the peace and like look, you know, we don't understand how these things work. I just wanted to know where the information came from because I'm trying to be informed. I well, want to know what's correct <clears throat> and false. And uh, eventually a, it just I, sort of puttered out. I had a similar experience not a couple days ago with this one woman. Um I don't forget her name. I should probably bring up the tweet. I, I just think it's like that you're once you once you've once you've once you've told these once you've spun these false narratives and told these stories, you're like you can't be trusted anymore. And it's like they're selling soup, but sometimes the soup's got shit in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, Yo, does this that's soup have shit in it? And it's like, no, just eat it. Trust me, bro. Like, no, uh, I don't want to eat that's shit. The, thing. the story was true. It was just he was being such an ass about it, you know. <laughs> I'm like I'm just trying to learn, motherfucker. And the funniest thing about it is, is that's the story looping it back around to Apache. That's the story that Apache linked and said, "This you," and he said, "No." <laughs> so <laughs> he, he defended the honor of this story so hard until a year later, when the like, sheer it, fucking it, audacity. Yeah, so that's why I say fuck that guy. Yeah, so. <laughs> 
Just, what yeah, if I fucking, just, like, no, I'm not going to say fuck that guy. I'm not going to say fuck that guy. I'm going to say if the, I know I'm going to I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say if this if by some miracle this dude listens to our show, which by the by the you know, by the fact that he was monitoring my Twitter account to see if I said anything about him, he just might. At Andy, point, if you're listening love. to me, I have no hate for you. I, I would say, just like to guy. have a, I would just like to know <laughs> how it is that you think anybody outside of your uh let's say circle, any son anyone outside of your career. Your your little pawns. Ooh, getting metal gear about it. Everyone withdraws into their own small gated community, afraid of a larger forum. They stay inside their little ponds, leaking whatever truth suits them into the growing cesspool of society at large. No, I'm 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 seriously, I'm gonna be nice about this. I'm I'm really trying to reach out here. Explain to me how we are supposed to trust you when we don't understand how any of this stuff works, apparently. Like, and you refuse to communicate with us. And if you respond to good faith questions with, well, just trust our track record, how are we supposed to trust you? I don't know what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on. You're supposed to know what's going on, which means you're supposed to explain how this shit works. So why don't you explain how this shit works instead of being a condescending piece of shit to me? Okay? Oh my god. Explain it to me like I'm a toddler. Because apparently you think we are. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, the same thing happened to me. What was it? Uh, September 30th. So like it was about a week ago, right? So like it's this woman. I don't want to say her name because you know I don't want to put women on blast. Men are free game, but I I don't want to put her on blast. <laughs> but she said like Blue Point are and uh, Blue Point who are an official PlayStation studio as of yesterday have two projects in development: an original game that is similar to the size of Insomniac's Miles Morales and a remake of a beloved game. And then under it, she says, uh, "Sorry to all, 100% not Metal Gear Solid." I simply said, and I quote verbatim. Can I see your source? And then she replied to me, I wouldn't nor ever would reveal a source heart emoji. Yeah. This is like Vietnam. You're talking about electronic toys. Well, yeah. there is an extent to which I understand that position. Yeah, yeah. If someone's if someone's leaking something to you, you can't just be like, well, it was yeah. them. So I, but I get here's it, the caveat but... to that. Yeah. The caveat to that is that it's 20 fucking 20. Yeah. One. And trust between the public and the media is at an all-time historical low. So you're going to have to communicate with us a bit more openly and honestly. Now, I don't know if that means revealing sources. I don't know if that means relying on anonymous sources less. I don't know what that entails, but it's your job to rebuild that trust, not ours. See, that's the problem I have. We saw that thing about the Irish, uh, the Irish song being worked on today, and like we kind of looked oh, at right. that at first and got excited. We we're like, "Oh, you know, you know what song's Irish, right? <laughs> the best is yet to come." <laughs> All right, so automatically, you know, if you connect, okay, the dots, so nobody, nobody knows what you're talking about. So we gotta, I know, but <laughs> oh my god, we're going so fast here tonight. We'll sum it up. We got we we saw an article today that was uh, someone was they were working on a game and they there was like a conversation. They're like, "Yeah, we you know we need some Irish singer, you know," and so right. That's kind of a reach, don't you think? Well, that's what we're doing here lately is just reaching like crazy. So it's uh, I'm gonna throw my fucking back out at this point. Yeah, I, I was convinced for a solid. Yeah. OK, well, that's so, what, yeah, we all got excited about um, it. But then we thought about it and then we read it a little bit more into it and saw that the, the connections like who was actually doing the work was someone that had worked on like okay. Xenoblade. And yeah, I can sum it up. So yeah. uh, a fairly well-known folk singer 
Iabha McMahon. I don't know who performs as Ava, I guess. A-V-A. I don't know how to pronounce their name. I'm sorry. But they were on an Irish radio station and said that, this is the quote, I just recently wrote a song for a PlayStation game with Michael McGlynn. Uh, that actually happened about a year and a half ago. It was just as the pandemic hit. Michael got in touch and said, listen, we're writing music for a remake of a PlayStation game, and he does that a lot. He's done a lot of writing for different games that are very well known, but I'm actually not a gamer myself. So Irish song for a remake of a PlayStation game. Us being Metal Gear fans, that kind when of leads us to one this? conclusion. Right. This is just this morning, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, so, it was in a reset era. For the so, love of God, this. please don't let it be Metal Gear Solid. So, no, no, no. It very likely isn't. But this is the point about jumping to conclusions before you have all information. We checked ourselves really quick. We're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on. So Yasunori Mitsuda, who composed music for Chrono uh, Cross, I think it was Chrono Cross, uh, yeah. Xenogears, Shadow Hearts, mm. uh, has been working with McGlynn and has been tweeting about it. It's very likely related to either the Chrono or Xeno series. But even then, I don't know because I don't have enough information. But the fact that people were instantly jumping to Metal Gear Solid says a lot. Yeah, I mean, you do want to think about how I'm reading it right now. Thank you, Apache, for sending it to me. You, you, When you think about like iconic, it's, it's a three hitter, right? So it's like iconic game, iconic song, iconic era. And it's like you yeah. immediately go there. But that's our blind spot, you know? We assume yeah. everything's about Metal Gear. There's not too many Irish songs that we know about with video games. Yeah, what, what other PlayStation game has a fucking Irish song in it? Uh, Chrono Cross. Though there think. you go. Or, or was <laughs> it, it might, it might not have been Chrono Cross. I think it might have been uh, Radical Dreamers, but that was Super Nintendo. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about because I don't know a lot about those series, which is why I shouldn't be trying to interpret stuff that isn't likely have anything to do with Metal Gear. But did that get picked up as a Metal Gear, uh, like... Is it a Metal Gear rumor? Like, did it get kind of rain through the, the rumor mill um, that way? In the forums, but not on, the not on like, reporting sites that I've seen. Okay. No one's really mentioned in Metal Gear. I thought, it, I thought we did find it on a blog. Come on, guys. That, that's coming tomorrow. You see, now we're falling into the same <laughs> trap that we're criticizing. You know, like, this is... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm trying to prove our point by saying, like, I thought somebody did end up seeing that forum thread and, like, running with it. Yeah, I thought we just saw that this morning, yeah. You're like, oh, there it is. Where I'm at is I'm not fucking believing anything until an official source says so. And the only thing I said was recently was uh, I saw the rumors about, you know, oh, Kojima's (laughs) hired as an advisor. And I said, I told you motherfuckers literally a year ago. I told you. Yeah, it was fucking VGC. VGC was the one who rented up. I know. Hey, fuck VGC. I was so pissed off because I saw Uh, that. I'm like, I literally told you motherfuckers a year ago that all he had to do was be hired on that. Plus, I don't believe this. Ratio, you fell off, make better music. This is the point I try to make to everybody, and I just, please hear me. Just because you hear a rumor doesn't mean you have to believe it. And if you don't believe it, and it comes out that it's true, you're not any less of a person for that. You didn't lose anything. There's no shame. Oh, God. But it's it's a good idea to not believe rumors. Do you know how tired I am of this? Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, this just feels so, like, repetitive at this point, where it's just like, oh, my God, this again? Shit. And then they're talking about Metal Gear Rising. It only feels repetitive and tiring because, like, you know the thought behind it when it comes to, like, these big news, these big rumor news sources come out after seemingly equally big news. I'm actually really nostalgic for Metal Gear Rising 2 rumors now. 
That'd be kind of cool. There, well, there was oh, a Metal Gear Rising rumor this past week as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If it had the fucking the Metal remaster. Gear name on it. At this point, I'm kind of sad nobody did a Ghost Babble remake rumor. Like, come on, give them some love. Like, I would run with that. <laughs> They're remaking Ghost Babble. I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm first in do line. It. I'm, I'm going to do, do it. it. I'm, I'm going to do, do it. Right I'm writing it right now. Right. Yeah, <laughs> please. I'm going to I'm going to retweet it. Make it sound make it sound really convincing, post it on 4chan and just leave it. Yeah. Don't actually do that, please. <laughs> I do like how at the end of the week Rockstar was like, "Well, you know, here's a real thing, guys. Enjoy your I'm actually uh, really excited to play Vice City again. Yeah, I am too. I just hope that like it's not Look, they've made a shit ton of money on 10-year-olds with shark cards. If they can't buy the licensing <laughs> to keep this music, like, right? please. Yeah, it's a lot of music. That's, that's Can I shine a light on something actually positive? Of course you can. Okay. So there is an account on Twitter that... This is already it's, negative. It's Twitter. No, I promise. This is good. I, I really like this account. It's <laughs> at Metal Gear D Model. mm 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 Uh, I love this person. Yeah. And they are working on collecting as many images, whether they're photos or reference sketches, whatever, of Metal Gear D. One of my favorites. With the goal being that they want to reproduce, uh, they basically want to study it and and have the entire schematic down to the point that people can recreate it uh, whenever they want. They want to have every detail possible down on paper and measured so that with the, with the, one of the things I, I believe they want to do is they want to create a 3D model that's that's schematic accurate, mm-hmm. so yeah. that anybody can can 3D print their own figure of Metal Gear D. So they're making an they're making an MO disc. I don't want to be dramatic, but like, <laughs> imagine if there was a Metal Gear blueprint in the hands of like every government, and like that would be really dangerous, <laughs> right? I'm not saying <laughs> shit about what the government's working on, but uh. Oh my god! I I know he's working on the Metal Gear animation, but I I hope he like links up with Mitchell and like gets some like good schematics going on that way, because like he's really good with uh you know like animating and drawing robotics and stuff. Shout yeah. out Mitchell! Shout out Mitchell! Love you, Mitchell Hammond. Yeah, Mitchell. Call Mitchell's me back. A really good guy. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, this guy's this guy's working on these schematics and he's got sketches up on his Twitter feed. Uh, go follow him and check him out. It's it's really really cool, and I hope he gets it done. Yeah, he's one um, the of the idea, most wholesome Metal Gear pages I've seen. Yeah, and it's just like, hey, here's a new picture of Metal Gear D. That's pretty cool. Here's a new angle. And like, if you've got rare pictures of it, send it to this guy. I mean, odds are he probably already has it, but, you know, anything helps. Yeah. And and if, you know, if it gets to a point where someday you can just 3D print your own Metal Gear D, that's pretty darn cool. Yeah. I would love to see that in the the future because my dad has a 3D printer and I have no idea how they work. yeah. Only thing I know is like if you go to the Kindle store on Amazon, you can buy uh, schematics for guns for your 3D printer. So that's <laughs> cool. There's a there's a mob on Destiny that looks just like Metal Gear D, and I almost <laughs> I almost had half of mine to just p- take a bunch of screenshots of that and send it to him. And be like, they're all over Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> it was like when uh the Contra mobile game finally came to the the West because it was out in China for a while. It was really really popular there. They love Contra for some reason. More more power to them. But it finally came to the West, and uh. They have a unlockable character that's literally called like Metal Gear. Yeah, I think I actually I uploaded the video of that to Twitter. Oh uh, yeah, I took a screenshot and uploaded it, and it was yeah. just like dead ass. Like I get it. Konami needs to get on the ball with more obscure model kits, and I get that like Metal Gear One and Two aren't as popular as Solid and 
it would just be nice if there was some sort of official model or figure or something of like the yeah. TX-55 and the Metal Gear D. Like that would yep. be really, really cool to have. So, you know, in the off chance that like Konami hears this, which they probably won't, please won't. do that. <laughs> and and the audience that they lose that's like, you know, they don't know anything about Metal Gear 1 and 2. It's going to be gained by just hobby enthusiasts i, I already oh, yeah. know a few folks who don't know shit about metal gear but they would love to build yeah i kind of want to get into this for a second because i saw some cap like a, like a couple weeks ago that like so i don't do gunpla my husband does gunpla but i saw that like people are um when you you actually have to call in for like this very specific box of of gundam i don't know the name of the gundam i'm not even going to pretend to try to think of it but it's this very specific gundam however you have to call in and explain what the gundam is so they can like like get around scalpers because people are going to buy it and then oh, resell wow. it on so you actually have to explain awesome. what the gundam is in order to get the box <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> yeah like so somebody's going to like claim that's gatekeeping but i, I think that's that really people smart. were doing that like immediately they're like this is gatekeeping what if people just really like it and we're like we ain't taking no fucking chances because <laughs> like the last five uh issues of when i'm just like relaying what i remember reading there were like five other uh gunpla boxes that had come out uh they were all special edition limited they all got bought out within the 30 minutes they were released and they were uh about 80 percent of them were on resale sites mm. afterwards Jeez. So they're like, fuck it. You must call this number, explain like five reasons what this Gundam is, why this, why you want this Gundam, and we will, and then give us your email or your mail address and we will mail it to you. And so they did that. They, I have to say, like, they did what they had to do yeah. for like actual hobbyists to get their hands on it. You know, Konami is really losing the hardcore fan base by not doing this more obscure stuff. Like, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying, it's, because, like, if it's this bad, like, imagine, like, people were probably wanting to get their hands on, like, a Rex or a Ray or a Metal Gear D or a... Right. Like, you've got the hats with the exclamation point and everything. Like, that, you're 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 targeting the most general part of the fan base with that stuff. Hmm. And, like, that's fine. You know, I get it. Oh, you, you mean gotta, their you, shop? Yeah. That's just one example. I mean, yeah. like, I just wish, like, I'm fine with the shop. They can, you mm. know, but but like they, they've got such an opportunity here to do some things that would really build good faith with the fan base who at the moment generally isn't too favorable towards Konami. Like yeah, if you start I don't reaching them, out, you know, if, like and doing they the were weird stuff. Do a, if they were to do a Metal Gear uh, like mecha plug box i don't think they would so it's kind of like the sad situation of the special edition metal gear solid 3 uh premium package where they had like this pseudo like shago hod thing but you right. open it and, it's, and it's just the shago hod in there like you can't build it yeah it's just <laughs> it's a like, little figurine but the box is super fucking cool it tricks you into thinking like oh yeah fuck yeah i'm gonna build my own shago hod and it's just shago hod sitting in there sadly that is still so like, a far cry from what they're doing now. I mean, it's But I'm I mean, I'm actually with you. I think they would get a lot more people interested in in like in and seeing what Metal Gear has to offer if they actually had something that you could put your hands on and build and yeah. I'm actually kind of salivating at the thought of like getting my hands on one of those boxes and like sitting down with my kids and building it. It doesn't even have to be a model kit though. I just mean start getting into the more obscure areas. Like listen okay, what to do you what mean? the heart Okay. So 
if you want to be like get away from the exclamation mark yeah hey okay, yeah like hey here's a t-shirt with gray fox on it you like gray fox right because everybody knows gray fox no get into like the obscure areas now you might not make as much money selling like a yosef norden t-shirt but i guarantee <laughs> you your street cred will go through the fucking roof we need a running man hoodie stat and there, I think yeah. that's what you're really trying to yeah. do it yeah like if you've I, got if they this put running man on anything. Of, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's this enormous universe, and you're sticking to like the same five things. Stop it! I Bespoke need Sokolov monocle. Yeah, work with I Nintendo. Fucking... Put Ghost Babble on the Switch. I need yeah. Dirty Duck on a hoodie, like right now. <laughs> I mean, this is just going to talk into port the Metal Gear series talks. So no, but you're stop. fucking right. I've actually been like begging for this silently at night, praying to like whatever deity that will listen to me. Like, please put Ghost Babble on the on the bitch. Like, I want it. <laughs> like, I, I, I would love that. My I, um my daughter still doesn't understand that I have to put batteries in the back of the Game Boy Color, but. Like, cause she'll throw it and the batteries will fall out. And she's like, well, what if I just charge it? I'm like, that don't work that way, sweetie. Yeah. I had to have that same conversation with my kids about some old controllers and they didn't, they just didn't understand. It's also funny how like, as, as time goes on, like things stay the same because there'll be days I'll wake up in the morning to get my kids ready for school and I'll come downstairs and my PlayStation is on cause somebody snuck downstairs to play PlayStation and they left it on all night. And (laughs) I was like, man, hmm. Yeah, time yeah. circle. That was me. <laughs> you try to do touchscreen stuff on the Game Boy. You're like, oh shit, I forgot. That my, yep, yeah, my kids that. did that too. My, my cousin my, did that. My son, we, I, I'm, I've got Metal Gear Solid up on the CRT, and he's like trying to swipe with his finger, like to get him to move <laughs> on the screen. And I'm like, no, no, the controller. And he's like, controller. And then he goes back to swiping. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, you got to move with the controller. God, it's like that scene in Back to the Future too. What you have to use your hands? It's like a baby's toy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was really cute. He plays it really. He he has fun dying at you know the very start of the game. It's it's a lot of fun. Just like I did as a kid, except that it was oh, frustrating know. getting stuck at the dock. Both these kids can't get out of the dock. Remy can get to Sokolov, and that's it. In three, she's really good at it. It's like riding a bike. Can you get past the dock? Yeah. <laughs> and then getting past the helipad is like driving a car. I'm going to say something kind of cap. Um, but, you know, a part of me, probably my gallbladder, like really wants it to be true that <laughs> they're going to. I feel like it's inevitable. Can you grant me that? That we're going to get something Metal Gear in the future? Yeah. Maybe soon. It's it's I want it to be true. How much of it is a self-fulfilling prophecy at this point, though? (laughs) Yes, Uh, it just feels like magical. (laughs) As long it's okay to want that, as long as it doesn't lead to magical thinking that gives people who do not deserve your money that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Like, here's the cycle I'm terrified of because it's impossible to make people realize how absurd it is if it Mm. happens. Like, let's assume that it happens, Mm. but. Some BS rumor starts making the rounds like, you know, X game is being remade. Uh, The rumor continues to gain, you know, gain traction. It gets talked about more and more. Now, the rumor is not true, but it gets enough attention that the company who made the game originally sees the rumor and recognizes that as public demand. Do you think that happened to Dead Space? uh, You know, I wonder. I don't know. That's the thing. 
like how much how many of the remakes have been made because somebody started a fake rumor about a remake and then the remake comes out and the person or people who pushed the rumors are like see told you Oh, and that like, makes me think that that, that might have happened to... That is a nightmare to me. No, you're right. <sighs> that happened to Resident Evil 2. Because, like, they even came out. They're like, we will do it. Because so many people asked for it. And, like, yeah. a lot of rumors came out. They even but, had printed on a goddamn shirt. We, we right, will do it. Right, but that's a little different because that sort of acknowledges that it wasn't in the cards until demand popped up. Okay. And and that's a little different. Like, I'm worried that this stuff's going to come out and it's just going to reinvigorate the rumor mill if it's not explicitly stated that, oh, this yeah, we did like, this as a response, not it's like because Apache you knew said, something. like these, yeah, Apache's the Apache said it like people are gonna come out like, oh, see, I knew, I knew it, <sighs> and it was all fake, but they're gonna write it for as long as right. they can because they can't look bad, and it's impossible to convince someone of the problem of that position when what they said happened. You can't, mm. you can't say, well, they're full of shit because all they're gonna say in response is, but what they said came true, so clearly they're not. Ugh. Oh, they must have had a source that they were just weren't sharing with you. And and this is like my personal nightmare. Yeah. And I even said it. I kind of shot myself in the foot today. I was like, if it's true, I have to admit Big Boss did nothing wrong. And now I have to like <laughs> that it doesn't come true. Because I like spent my whole life like debunking Big Boss. And now I have to sit here and kiss his ass. I'm not I'm not anti remake. I think it's great that they're remaking Night Steel Republic. I think it's great that they're doing updated <laughs> versions yeah. of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Vice City and Three. Um I really just don't I really just have no interest in a Metal Gear Solid Three remake. I don't see the point other than the huge uh um let me finish the sentence. I'm so sorry. I don't see the point in a Metal Gear Solid 3 remake other than what happened with Pachinko. And like, that was a worldwide crisis. Everybody in the world was like, Pachinko, dead ass. And so I think to satiate gamers in their minds, they're going to be like, here you go, bitch. Pachinko ass Metal Gear Solid 3. Just like the graphical upgrade? Like, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the Metal Gear Solid 3 inside the Fox engine? It's got like a side-by-side thing. I honestly think it looks worse. Being, being was it the one where they like modded v and did it yeah yeah that looks like ass <laughs> it looks like so, they better not use fox engine i'm gonna say like something that apache will 100 percent disagree with i can't wait to hear this um but i think the patchy slot crisis was a blessing in disguise please because elaborate. because i think it reoriented everyone's attention to mgs3 as a as as remake fodder Whereas previously they were oriented toward MGS one, and I think yeah. that it's way mm. easier to fuck up an MGS one remake than it is to fuck up an MGS three remake. I think, like, I don't want it to look like the Fox Engine. I don't want it to look like MGS V. Don't get me wrong. I mean, general generally speaking, I don't like remakes, but I think MGS three could survive a remake more than MGS one could. I think it lends itself more to that than MGS one could. MGS1 is very much a product of its time. MGS3 not so much. It's a, it's it's a little more about a time than of a time. And I I've, yeah, I've elaborated it helps, on this in the past. MGS3, but, yeah. it, it helps MGS3. It helps MGS3 has like an amazing yeah. story, amazing plotline. Like we we I mean I kiss this fucking series ass all day, but you can't sit there and say that it doesn't have like a fucking banging story. 
there's much less nuance to MGS3 that you can get wrong in terms of visuals than there is with mm. MGS1. I still don't think most people understand why MGS1 looks good. They just think, oh, it's dark and blue. And that's not what it's it dark is. And blue. Yeah. It, is, it literally encapsulates the word like mood, as in like, yeah. It is- where yeah. where it takes place, how it takes place, even like the the uh, graphical limitations of it lends to like this cold, rigid area you're in. It's kind of like a lightning in a bottle situation where Metal right. Gear Solid yeah. came at the exact right time for the setting it wanted to tell and the story it wanted to tell in its game. Where like when they remade it in Twin Snakes, like, yeah, it looked a little better because everybody loves Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. But at the same time, like the direction was, eh, I mean, whatever. It, but like look at the environment in Twin Snakes and compare it side by side with MGS1 sometime. It's devoid of soul. It's just gray yeah, honestly. and dim and dull. Yeah. And uh, Apache, I'm Me- sorry. I'm sure you're seething right now. Feel free to to, to just shoot down everything I've said. He's like no, 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 no. I do, I do, I do think you're right. Um, I, I think you know we all saw those uh, like patchy slot like uh, visuals of how the characters looked, yeah. and everyone fucking loved it. Right? I everyone do was love like, it. Holy shit! This bangs. I you hate it. I hate. I think it's like Uncanny Valley hell. It's mad. Okay, yeah, it okay, I love and, it. I and love Eva it. looks like uh Eva kind of looks like a like a like a sex game model. But but you know me, I'm like the the ultimate purist, right? I just don't know why Big Boss's hands were so fucking big, but That's <laughs> the one thing I was like, what the hell? Yeah. What's that one guy from uh, um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia? He always like obsessed with his like big hands. Oh, the lawyer. <laughs> Yeah, the lawyer and like that. I keep thinking my husband and I have like this inside joke where it's like when his like one of his big hands fell off and he like hides himself. He's like, nobody look, nobody look, and like runs off. My husband, my husband and I do that all the time. I don't know why we're kind of like you know diseased, but like I think it's funny. (laughs) Continue, anybody, please. You can. uh... I would, I would, I would love to see the game and you know play for the story with with updated visuals just to see what it would look like, just to have all these people reprise their roles and you know be working again on and and doing this and there's there's so many like things I like about it, but I don't see how you can change that gameplay to improve it when it's already. It would be unsustainable to try to recreate that on par in this generation. Yeah, and that's the other thing is that MGS1 would require an, a complete mechanical overhaul, not just a visual one. I keep Whereas telling MGS3, people that. you could just facelift it. No, I keep telling people that. I'm like, how the fuck are you going to get past Psychomantis? Solve the <laughs> Psychomantis problem, and yeah. then we can, we can talk. It worked on GameCube because they had the port controllers. Anything yeah, after that, it, it, it worked on, yeah. on GameCube, which is pretty yeah. cool, I think. And and then on on PS3, it worked because all you had to do is hit hold down the home screen and change your controller yeah. that way. You have There's to, no way to do it after that. You have to switch around the port yeah. on the GameCube, and it's really annoying. But yeah. what I liked is like that. You know, that's one of the things that they actually where they actually did something remake in that game because the mechanic was slightly different if you mm-hmm. put the controller into port two it would work for a little bit but then mm-hmm. it would stop and then you put it yeah. into three it worked so you can go straight to four yeah. but they actually did something with the fact it has four ports and I-, I thought that was really cool counterpoint i have to sit up to do that just kidding <laughs> <laughs> So that's why I keep telling you, like, oh, I would love a Metal Gear Solid 1 remake. Okay, solve the Psycho Mantis problem, and then we'll talk. Because after that, I'm just like, shut the hell up. I don't want to hear it. 
Yeah. That and it's already been made three times. Metal Gear Solid One, the the digital uh the digital comic, Twin Snakes. I mean, I mean is Metal Gear Two the most remade game of all time when you think about it? Metal Gear Two. <laughs> it's you're yeah. right, and I I've said this before too. Or it's like they just keep rehashing Zanzibar. Right? <laughs> like, MGS1 was kind of a soft reboot of MG2. Not reboot, but like it was sort of a quasi-remake of Metal Gear 2. It was like and a then, retelling. Yeah, and then MGS2 was a tongue-in-cheek meta retelling of MGS1. And then mm-hmm. you have the Twin Snakes, and you have, like you said, uh, Bondesine, digital graphic novel, whatever. Uh, mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I would say like the most original Metal Gear I've ever seen was like because even then like and I love three to death, but it was just like, you know, the, the boss type mechanic and uh going to go get the doctor, having to blow up, save Dr. Uh, Sokolov, destroy Metal Gear, still a thing. Four was pretty fucking original. I know you hate four. I'm so sorry, <laughs> don't baby, get them started. We no, we we've already been going about an hour, so yeah. <laughs> don't get me started on MGS. I'm sorry. I, I will. That's all I'm saying is I'll stop there. Yeah, Shana. If people want to check out your podcast, you have your Shadow Moses Cafe podcast with uh, Future Sound Jordan Lee. Uh, y'all, yeah. y'all have an episode coming out soon with Christopher Randolph. When, when's that coming out? So we're editing it right now. We're hoping to have it out probably by next week we have a very sporadic schedule i'm kind of jealous of you guys because you guys update very you know quickly and on by the numbers and Uh and we're just kind of a we're just like when we feel like it we'll drop it like that's pretty much where we're at uh i almost said kojima frequency this is my podcast now (laughs) anyway but for um the shadow moses cafe yeah we just we update whenever hopefully by next week we'll have it out and it was so fun talking with chris he's He's so so funny funny. um i won't won't spoil what goes on so you guys have to listen but like yeah he tried to convert me into thinking huey did nothing wrong and we got in a yelling match and it was fun That's great. Yeah, if uh, if you if if that's not out, you can always check the last episode because that one was really fucking good. Oh yeah, you oh were yeah, on you there, guys have you, to Apache? check the last yeah. episode of the Shadow Moses Cafe because there was like this really cute British guy that came on, <laughs> and I think he speed runs Metal Gear Solid Three. Oh my, what's his name? This guy sounds like a jerk. No, no, <laughs> Apache Smash was on Sounds our last like episode. A fucking so nerd. Please. One intro. <laughs> <laughs> no, Apache Smash was on yeah, our last fuck episode. That guy. So it, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to check out, thank you guys for letting me plug that. But yeah, I I do um, Shadow Moses Cafe with Joran Lee, who's Futura Sound on Twitter, and Apache Smash was on our latest episode. So you guys got to go listen to that. We talk about Olga Gerlukovich, and it's a lot of fun. Ooh. And if people want to follow you on Twitter, they can find you at... At Shane Hennant, H-I-N-N-A-N-T. All right. Thank you so much for coming on again. Yeah, uh, I'm so happy. It's always fun to have you, you on. Know, you know, I love bitching about rumors. I had to come back on. That's Yeah, it was time for tea, so it was time for Shane. You know? I was like, all right, let's bring Shane back. <laughs> Is that what you think about me? No, <laughs> we know What's you love tea, it. What's the tea, sis? What's the tea? What's the tea? Oh, yeah, I love it. I'm so happy. Thank you guys so much for letting me come back on. Of course. Anytime. <laughs>